your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to the Saturday Manager podcast. My name is Nick Pitts from Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves in Division 3, west of the Kent County League. This podcast follows the ups and downs of grassroots football, including interviews with players and managers across the grassroots sector. Let's get to it. Friday 18th of September. This is how long it's taken me since the 12th to decide on how to talk about how badly badly we performed against Metro Gas last week usually I like to get my recordings done nice and early in the week but this week I just struggle to find the exact words so welcome here we are again layout so let's go let's just dive straight into it right we've got uh, an announcement for the Selk 11, if you're familiar with that, we'll go through that first. We're going to do the results from the 12th of September. We'll review our game against Metro Gas, which shouldn't take too long. Do uh, do do. What we're going to do next? Uh, predictions. We'll keep to this half. Um, we'll just go through the league table to finish off the first half, and then we'll break, and then. We're going to welcome new boys, Chelsfield FC, James Pine and Rob Osborne to the show. It's got a very Kent first half and a Bromley District League second half feel to it. So we'll be speaking to them. Brand new team on the scene. Uh, Started really well. One draw and one win. Um, Unbeaten as it stands. Five or six ex-Farnborough players playing in that team as well. So it'd be good to speak to them and find out how everybody's settling in and how everybody is getting on. First thing we'd like to just discuss quickly and just let you um, let you know about, make you aware of. <clears throat> if you're aware uh, of the Selk 11, which is the Selk charity team off the back of the Mike Strong Memorial Fund campaign, whatever we're calling it, Andrew Wheaton set up uh, this charity team uh, to host or play in four or five games across the year to raise money for the Mike Strong Memorial Fund. Uh, and we have our second game, our second game uh, next Thursday uh, against Sands United, Kent Sands uh, United. Uh, if you don't know, they are a team of bereaved dads. So two good causes. The game will be played down at Holmesdale FC. Uh, 7.45 kickoff, doors open at 7 o'clock, kids a pound. Uh, adults £5. The bar will be open on the evening. Uh, all players donating £20 to play uh, and all the money raised on the evening will go uh, certainly from our side towards the Mike Strong Memorial Fund. I know that Kent Sands will be ho- hosting sorry, uh, a raffle <coughs> towards their own cause. So please buy a ticket. Please get involved. Please come down and support. Please make sure you socially distance in groups of less than six. Um... So yeah, come down, it'd be a great cause and we've got a lot of work to do. Um, our goal difference is in the minus at the minute so we've got some work to do. Very strong squad. Um, myself, I'll be playing. Andrew will be doing his bits from the side. Jamie Nimmo from Greenwich Mariners and the OBD SFL Sunday show 
be involved Dan Gibbs from Peckham Rye, Westfar. He'll be involved. We'll have Matt Ellis, Jack Standen, winners from the Farnborough Reserves. He'll be involved. And Luke Johnson, first team manager of Farnborough OBG FC. A lot of Farnborough people involved, um, which I like, obviously, because this is a cause that's very dear to my heart. Um, but also got a lot of um, a lot of different personalities, uh, a lot of different people playing, which is great to see that everybody wants to be involved and, and play for the cause. So if you can get down there, that'd be great. It'd be good to see you. Um, come and have a beer. Come and have a chat with us. And um, let's have a good evening. Okie dokie. Right, we will go through the results from Saturday the 12th of September. Uh, alphabetical order. So the first game, we've got Bexley Reserves were at home to Wellingtown. Uh Bexley off the back of a 3-1 loss to Farnborough looking to turn it around and they did with a 3-0 win. Um, 3-0 home win. Um, Welling expected a little bit more after their win previous previous week. Um, not sure what happened, not at the races. Um, after speaking to Bexley, um, it turned a little bit nasty at times. Not sure what happened. Um, but managed to catch up with... Uh, Managed to catch up with Kieran Berry, who spoke to us a few weeks ago, just to get his thoughts on the game. Thanks, he was first three. Well, in town, nil. Um, a great game of football. The battle was won definitely in the midfield, rather than making it a 3v3. Everyone in midfield made it 3-1v1s, um, and everybody knew what their job was from both teams, and it was whoever was going to come out on top in the midfield. Ultimately, we went 1-0 up in the first half. Um... The goal was highlighted by a great passage of play, uh, some lovely football, and finished off calm and collectively from our striker. When in when it up at half time, Ray then told us just to be calm, collected, organised a little bit more, and that's exactly what we did. We came out, went two 0 up with a lovely strike from Delapo, um, top left hand corner. Then late on, with about ten minutes to go, we was two 0 up. Well in town, we're putting everything on us, and we had a corner was headed back out this time we did challenge for the second ball was delivered back into the box and was finished off again for the lapo second of the game all in all it was a great game goalkeeper made some great saves defense was nice and solid midfield won their 1v1 battles and the strikers were very clinical um great game of football the lapo sounding uh sounding good two goals wonder where he was um, when he played us um obviously he wasn't playing um, hopefully he got man of the match for that performance. Two goals, so well done. The Bexley boys, uh, good performance there, well done. Bryden uh, were at home to dance and sports, dancing without a win um, on the first day. And again, that continued 4-1 uh, winners Bryden uh, turned out. Uh, again, let's hear from Joshua Oatley describing their win against dancing. 4-1 win for us at the weekend against Danson Sports Reserves. Not the best of performances from the team, um, considering how sort of ruthless we were in front of goal the week before. I uh, felt like we should have performed better um, during during this game, but we had a couple of injuries, so I shuffled things around a bit. Uh, very lethargic in the first half. 2-0 um, up at half-time. 
changed things around and, and the energy was a lot better for the first 10-15 minutes of the second half got to ourselves to 4-0 up and, and then again just foot came off the, the, the gas and we just never really got into the flow of things reverting to long ball far too much um, and, and not sort of playing the football that I know we can play and, and has shown that we can play and then conceding uh, last, last kick of the game uh, again very frustrating because you know you want the clean sheet um, to build on but a lot of lessons to be learned going into this week against a tough game against Halstead so uh, hopefully we can work on that Wednesday night uh, and improve and be ready for um, what will be a good game Obviously Josh sent me that earlier on in the week because Wednesday has now passed and that's two out of two where obviously they've won but they should have had clean sheets so he will be very disappointed with that but good signs, good early signs from Brydon, winning two out of two. Unfortunately for Danson, um, losing two from two. Um, so hopefully um, hopefully the, the both the sides can turn that around and, and push on into this weekend. So, I don't want to say surprise result of the week, um, but definitely <clears throat> a standout result of the week. So Bromleyans at home to AFC Lewisham uh, ended up in a 1-0 away win for Lewisham. Points on the board, three points. Well done, boys. Um, nothing from the Broms camp, but managed to speak to Eddie Asika, the Lewisham gaffer. Yeah, so we played um, Bromleyans reserves on the weekend away. Um, really good performance. Um, to be fair, I can't fault any of my players, to be fair, that day. Um, everyone on time, we had a really good prep, really good team talk before, got our information across to them, really good warm-up. And it really did show in the performance. We, we, I don't think Bromley's would disagree that we dominated the majority of that game. There was a few times where they did get on the ball and they started to be a little bit dangerous. But once we nullified that, got the ball down playing again, then yeah, it did look all us. Um, it's a bit of a shame that we only scored one. We had a couple cleared off the line. Uh, about three one-on-ones that we missed, which is not good enough. Uh, on another day, we get punished for that, but really proud of the clean sheet. Uh, like I said, I can't fault any of my players that day. Everyone did their part, even the people that came off the bench. Um, Bromleyans, um, very good club. Um, they didn't give us the best game that day. Uh, I'm sure they'll be come back stronger. Um, probably only one downside from that game was that um, their, I think it was their fullback went in with a challenge on my striker, with my striker, and uh, I think he's really hurt himself. So, Hopefully he has a speedy recovery. Um, but yeah, like I said, I can't fault any of my players. Um, unlucky to Bromley and hopefully they come back stronger next time. Um, but yeah, really good performance. Why do people say, hopefully I come back stronger? You know, because they don't mean that. They're just being nice. I don't know why people say things like that. Good win. Very good win for the Lewisham boys. I'm really, I'm really happy um, that they got the win there because that's a tough game going away to Broms. Um, so well done, the boys there. Uh, league favourites Housted at home uh, to Long Lane. Uh, what's what was looking like um, two teams that are definitely going to be in the top five this year. Um, I don't want to narrow that too far down. Um, Housted running out four one winners, and again we spoke to Mr. Scott Mullins, the Housted gaffer. Hello, this is uh, Scott Mullins, the Housted United manager. Just a quick review on our game with Long Lane on uh, Saturday. Uh, we come out 4-1 winners on Saturday against a very competitive long lane team. And again, a team I feel will definitely be there or thereabouts, really conduct themselves well. 
competed in everything. I mean, they caught Halstead on a good day. We had a very good day Saturday. Uh, we played well. We were very, very competitive. We were deadly in front of goal. Uh, it was uh, 1-0 after 20 minutes to us. Uh, our striker went through with a great finish. Uh, we gave a free kick away. It was a free kick from about 25, 30 yards out after about 40 minutes. And uh, Long Lane uh, players hit a screamer. Brilliant goal. Probably you know, one of the best goals I should think that we'll see go past us. It was a uh, flew into the top corner. Great goal. Uh, then we scored just again before half time. Uh, 2-1. A good little move down the right and cut in and we managed to score. Come out for the second half. Uh, you know, both teams were going at it. A good game. A lot of football played from us and Long Lane. Uh, and then we got two goals, I think, in the space of 15 minutes into the second half, uh, which uh, made the game 4-1. The game sort of fizzled out. The game sort of fizzled out from there, really. A few chances either end. But, uh, you know, it was our day. It's similar as that. We played, uh, we did play very well. And uh, it, it was a good day. But again, you know, you can certainly tell with Long Lane on their day, uh, that certainly upset anybody, uh, including us. So, uh, so well done, Long Lane involved in a good game there. And uh, we move on to next week. Thanks. I don't know if anybody hears it except me, but was that Scott Mullins or was that Michael Kane? Four, three, two, one, go. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. See, I, I can't tell the difference. Hello, this is uh, Scott Mullins, the Halstead United manager. Oh, this is Michael Kane, yeah, the Halstead manager. See? Right, two games, South East uh, and Greenways. Greenways travelled to South East for their first game of the season. I backed them heavily to win this by five goals to one. Uh, two one winners, and this is what Liam Barham had to say from Greenways. We got the result 2-1, uh, but it wasn't a very convincing win. They didn't really have a lot going forward. Um, that I think they had one, one or two shots on goal. One of them they scored from a set piece from us, lazy defending. But at the same time, mate, we didn't create a lot either. Um, anyone that knows us knows that we we try and play football, something that the club's proud of. We we'll always try and play football, but Saturday for some reason we didn't try and play football, and we turned it into a little bit of a dogfight and, and against a physical team like that, we. That's not our strength, you know. Um, but nevertheless, we've got the result. 2-1, two, two good goals. And, uh, and yeah, we look forward to, to next week against Metro, I guess. But, yeah, South East Athletic, they, they wasn't great. But that was very, very physical side. Um, but, yeah, not bad way to start the season off. So, 2-1 <clears throat> win. 2-1 uh, win for Liam and the boys down at Greenways. Well done. And finally, we were at home to Metro Gas and we lost by five goals to two. I'm sure many of you are. I had a few texts after the game saying, what the fuck happened now? Were they that good? Were you poor? Uh, and I want to say it was a mixture. Um, we weren't particularly fantastic. Uh, well, you know, we were shit, to be fair. Um, in, in all honesty, we were terrible. 
but they, I mean, they just did the basics. I mean, all the goals were were, were the two two mistakes for the first two goals. Um, just simple balls through the middle. The ball coming far too easy um, through the middle of the park. Um, so literally just, I'm talking just straight balls through the midfield and the defence. They did not play one difficult ball throughout the whole of the game. And that's no disrespect to Metro Gas. They didn't need to. Um, but they didn't play one difficult ball throughout the whole of the game. Uh, and we made them look a lot better than they were. And they went 2 0 up early doors. Uh, we grabbed a goal back from myself, 2 and 2. Um, uh, we conceded again, went 3 1 down at, uh, 3 1 down, um, at half time, we were. And uh, I just come into half time and I was almost speechless. I said, lads, I lied. Unacceptable is is an understatement, you know. And it's so difficult to to rally people together when you you that you know three one down at half time, with the momentum now against you. Um, obviously, confidence was low. Um, we had players missing. Um, that's not an excuse. That's a fact. Uh, however, if I'd have had the players I wanted, then I feel the game would have been completely different. But nevertheless, as I say, 3-1 down at half-time. And like I said, just said to the boys, just go out there and win this half. That first half is done, scrap it, forget it. Um, just play good football, get the ball down and start playing well. And we did, we, we started playing, the football was better. Um, uh, the second half was, I mean, it was miles better than the first half. Um, we made two changes at half time and the two boys that come on had an immediate impact um, we we had the ball uh, down on the right hand side delivered into the box sort of bounced around for a bit and Toby smashed the ball in uh, for 3-2 um, so 3-2 is uh, you know okay all right, we're back in the game then and literally within seconds we had another chance which we missed um, that the boys managed to keep the, the ball in uh, and Metro Gas just went straight down the other end and scored 4-2. Uh, and it kind of knocked the sales out of us a little bit because where we were attacking and we were kind of throwing everything at it just to get back in the game, uh, it was just too much and then they caught us on the break and then they went and scored. The biggest incident of the game was um, was the sending off um, of the Metro Gas player, uh, Sammy Chamiti. A chewy looks like Eduardo with braces, so make sure he's not playing on Saturday, Liam. Um, he got sent off. Uh, there was a coming together in the corner. Uh, he went down. The problem with this guy is that he was um, he was jumping into every fifty-fifty with his leg really high, no intent of trying to win the ball. And then when he was getting clattered, and even when he wasn't getting clattered, he was just laying on the floor, rolling around. Um, uh, screaming to the ref, which is what he was doing. Reminded me of some of the players from Equinocchial when they were in our division um, two years ago. Exactly like that. So that so that happened in the corner with maybe 15 minutes to go. Frustration had set in. Coley, um, the coming together was with him and Coley. Uh, Coley went to pick him up and reacted. Obviously, the guy reacted like he didn't like it. Hey, get off me, you pussy, and all this. Um, and took a swipe at Coley, um, 
kicked him square in bollocks, I think, or stamped on his inner thigh. Coley went down. Um, I told him to stay down for a bit longer, which he would have done anyway. Um, and the referee produced the red card. Um, rightly so. Uh, and Coley got yellow carded, I think, for just putting his hands on the player, which you have to take when you're in those instances. And a fifth goal came from some very lacklustre um, goalkeeping, which I was very pissed off at, which anybody would be very pissed off at. Ball over the top. Uh, Alex come out to meet the ball. Could have claimed the ball in his hands and then clattered the centre forward, but he didn't. He decided not to. For some reason, he decided to almost pat the ball out um, and basically give it back to the striker. The striker had the ball in the corner, had enough time to come out, work his way round to the edge of the box and chip the goalkeeper. And I don't know what the fuck he was doing. And I, I said to Al, I said, what are you doing? He said, you've patted the ball out for one, which is the incorrect thing to do. You've then walked back backwards on your to your line but you've not done, you, he walked back and I was so fucked off. I, I, I shouted at him and said, is there any chance of you getting back on your line any time today? And he just, just stood there with his hands on his hips and you know, not a good performance. Not a good performance from the back four. Not a good performance from from our goalkeeper. Um, and that's really what let us down. So we regrouped after the game. We said what we said. We had a little bit of an open forum because this is an unfamiliar feeling to us getting beaten by three clear goals. Um, we lost one game all season last year. We're the favourites to go up along with Housestead and Brydon. Um, so it's an unfamiliar feeling. Uh, so it, 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 we had this open forum. Said, look, people say what say what you like. I said my bit. Coley said his bit. We regroup at training, and we go again this weekend with an away trip to Danson. Uh, so. Awful was the word to describe it, and all the boys know that. But we've got to move on from that now and uh, and go into this weekend. That's all I have to say about that. Right, we'll do the table first as it stands and then we'll do the predictions to finish off with. So first, six points, Bryden Ropes. Second, House Sid also on six points. House Sid in front, goal difference of plus nine. Third, Long Lane with three points. So we're all on three points. Long Lane, Metro Gas, Bexley, Greenways, Lewisham, Farnborough, Welling in that order. And bottom three, all playing two games and receiving no points is Bromleyans, Danson and South East. So that's the table. And now we shall do the predictions quickly for this weekend. Some good games this weekend. Some really good games. I'm looking forward to seeing the results um, coming in for... We'll go through the games first and then I'll go through uh, the predictions. So first game, AFC Lewisham v Wellingtown Reserves. Game of the week by a country mile. Bryden Ropes Reserves v Housted United. Bromians Reserves v South East Athletic Reserves. Dance and Sports Reserves v Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves. Long Name Reserves v Bexley Reserves. And Metro Gas Reserves v Greenways Aces Reserves, I think they are now. Lewisham, Wellington Reserves. Uh, it's got draw written all over it for me. Um, the reason for that, um, Lewisham are Lewisham and historically the worst team in the division. However, they started last week uh, with a good win. Wellington, uh, again, don't know who's going to turn up. 
Uh, they won the opening game of the season, but they lost last week um, to an average Bexley side. Um, but they beat Broms the week before, so that's a, a bit of a strange one. So I'm going to sit firmly on the fence with this one, and I've gone for a 1-1 draw for this uh, game of the week. Bryden Ropes reserves to, um, and Housted, sorry. Um, again, another one which which could go either way, really. Bryden have started really strongly, really scoring a lot of goals. Housted have have um, got two wins out of two as well, not cons- uh, not scoring, sorry, as many. <sighs> yeah, just Housted are going to score goals, we know that. We know Bryden are going to score goals, but we know that they concede goals. Uh, again, sitting firmly on the fence, unfortunately, with this one, I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. I, if George Maddox is firing and fit, that could be the difference between the two sides. I don't know enough about Housted's firepower to mention anybody in particular. Um, but if George is fit and ready to go and, and firing on all cylinders, that could be the difference. Um, so, But I am going to stick with the 2-2 on that one. The worst game of the week, Bromleyans, South East, 0-0. That's all for that. Um we are away to Danson. Uh, we need to bounce back massively, like fucking massively. 16 available uh, for tomorrow's game. I don't want to sit here and say we're going to whitewash them because, I'll, you know, um, I, I don't like to portray myself in, in that way. I definitely think we're going to win. Uh, and I've, I've gone for 4-1. 4-1 to Farnborough. Um, we need to make the first half count. Once we make, once we do make the first half count, because we will, um, we need to set the president for the rest of the game and control the game. So I've got some lads back this week who have not been around, have been away, been self-isolating. Also welcome back to the club, uh, Dylan Bowen, who was with us two years ago. Um, Dylan, very strong, tall, physical, skillful central attacking midfielder um, who is very recognisable around the Kent scene um, so he goes straight into the squad for this weekend so I've gone 4-1 Farnborough Long Lane reserves Bexley reserves Long Lane will have too much for Bexley they will be too physical and I don't think Bexley will be able to cope with what Long Lane will offer so I've gone 3-1 Long Lane Final game of uh, the weekend which is Metro Gas and Greenways now, this is purely based on what Liam just said, um, losing that physical battle at the weekend, not really um, offering much going forward in terms of uh, taking their chances. Um, I think it'll be close, but based on what Metro Gas, um, what I saw of Metro Gas last week, I've gone for a 2-1 Metro Gas win. Liam's going to hate that, but I, try, I have to try and be as... Um, as honest and accurate as I as I think I need to be. So, two one Metro Gas. I could be wrong, um, you know. But from what I saw, and um, from what Liam just said, I'm going to go for a Metro Gas two one win. That's into the first half. Uh, in the second half, we will be joined by new boys to the Bromley and District side, Chelsfield FC. James Pine and Rob Osborne will be here. And we have the questions for them. Speak to you on the other side. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? 
download down to play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get down to play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the second part of the show. Recording live from the beautiful sunny Farrow Fields, I have Rob Osborne from Chelsea FC. Robert. Nick. How are we? Yeah, good mate, how are you? Not bad, long time no see. Been a while since pre-season. Right, mate, you, you, you're a bit on your own here. Yeah. You're supposed to have the two the two brothers with you, but one of them's let you down, and then the other one let you down. What's happened now? Work commitments, I think. Work but commitments, my you know, I, I changed my shift early to calm down. Yeah. Good lads. Word has it you're the main man as well now. The main man. Well... <laughs> no, no coin. Nah, nah. It's a, it's a, it's a team effort from all three of us to be Lad. fair. Right, straight into it. So, um, new side. Yep. New side into the Bromley and District, whatever it's fucking called, league. Yep. Um, talk to me. Um, might not have been solely your idea, but talk to me about the um, how the team started, <clears throat> where it all stemmed from, the reasoning for everything, sort of how you put everything together in terms of your kits, um, your home ground, and, and where you got the stem of your players from. So like, I was in back end before COVID. I was playing for Harry Lock from Belvedere Reserves. Yeah, no Harry, well, good lad. And, um, yeah, so it, for me it was a bit of an issue. I worked down by Dartford Bridge, getting to Meridian every Saturday. You yeah. Know, getting up after in the morning for work. Yeah. Just so I can come down. Yeah. And started starting to get a bit of a struggle. So obviously to travel distances, I just was gonna just step. So away you were struggling to deal with that yeah, in terms yeah, of distances. Okay. I weren't playing my best because of. I was tired and stuff. Yeah. And then... Um, the infamous bad back of football as well. Oh, my God. Tell me, that's not, that's <laughs> but that's another story. Yeah. yeah, go on. We've got uh, then Stuart Webb go and contact me because he took over the first team of EFL did. Yep. So I think he basically got me in just to finish off the squad because previous manager, I think, took right, off okay. the playing side with him. Okay. So that was a really bad experience there. But obviously what Del and Paul then done now is fantastic. Yeah. But um, Paul very yeah, well. It was all the best for them as well. But um, yeah, so after being released by Dell, um, I was basically just going to knock it on the head. <coughs> okay. And then Pino messaged me, said, oh, like, what are you planning for next season? I said to him, I said, oh, I should probably knock it on the head, mate, to be honest. But then um, he was just saying, oh, I was going to come and join you, where he was going to go. And yeah. then it was just like a tongue-in-cheek comment, yeah. trying to make our own team. Okay. And then uh, within a couple of hours, you already had 14 responses saying, yeah, let's do it. So okay. and that's just... Which is great. Yeah. So I thought, Which is oh, good. From a tongue-in-cheek comment to like now a full song squad of 20s. Yep. That's where we've gone from. So, with with that said, so how um, was it all done by word of mouth? Um, did the main influx of players come from Pino or yourself or even Dean, which is the third man yeah. in, this, in this Free Amigo trip? So, Dean, um, Pino got in touch with Dean. Yeah. Coming on a coaching role, which is a brilliant addition. Uh, he's really helped Dean's the UEFA B qualified coach so we had him here last season um, and his coaching knowledge is second to none unfortunately um, we come to a mutual agreement that uh, how do I put this without saying like a cunt um, his <laughs> services were no longer required at Farnborough yeah. um, but it was amicable you know there was no you know, we still talk now so um, to add Dean to that setup you've got there is, is brilliant I can't speak highly yeah, enough of him absolutely brilliant addition you know he's just super player as well so I mean I brought in probably 8 or 9 of the players and obviously okay. Dean and Pine have brought in the rest right so, so you've done the core work so to speak and then they just maybe filled in around the edges yeah so okay. it was kind of like um, players from Orpington Eagles a couple of that's what I thought from Sundays and yeah. then previous years when I played for um, River Plate on Saturdays okay so I still contacted a few of them and just 
as you put the feelers out, sent a few yep. messages, and everyone's like, yeah, all for it. So, so in terms of ability as well, River Plate were in and around the same sort of division. Yeah, we won the league and cup double. I remember uh, that year. So in terms of ability and that, you'd have no issue bringing those players in because you knew that they'd been at that standard 100%, already. And I okay. know like the players that I brought in, they are capable higher as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who got your kit? I be you. Nice. No, you, yeah, you saw, you saw, that saw, no, 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 that's it. Saw this out response. Just shit, so it's uh, <laughs> down, down to a nice little favour there, mate. Right. So talk to, just just go through pre-season. Yep. Um, doesn't have to be too too much in depth. Um, we won't talk about our draw. Um, oh, why not? That's a we can start with that if you want. Result, uh, and how you two games in, one win, one draw. Mm-hmm. Um, just summarise it. Just how it's been for a new side as well. So pre season went well. Um, we lost our first game against Hillenborough Reserves. Yeah, good uh, side though. Very good side. Very frustrating, like because we we made three mistakes early doors. Yeah. We found ourselves in four four one down at half time. Okay. So it was always going to be an uphill battle from there, but. Second half, we started to come into the game. Yeah. Started playing some nice football, but credit to Hildenborough Reserve, they are a decent side. Yeah. Uh, obviously, then we played you second pre-season. Yeah. Obviously, everyone was up for that game, and it was just it was just a nice that like. Well, do you know, do you know what it was? I mean, you know how long I tried to get that friendly for, and Pino was dodging it for some reason. I got no idea why. Halsey's <laughs> um, cards very close to his chest. I don't know. Um, but I thought it was a good game. It was a good game, really enjoyable game. That I like getting involved in that as well. Although to be fair, last couple of minutes, dodgy offside call, you know, and the goal. I mean, your goal. The, I mean, the goal. Yeah, I did slip in Andrew that twenty quid before and probably did help. Yeah, I mean, everyone heard the whistle. <laughs> everyone said, and then obviously you cut your boys on Twitter. But going, you know, I played to the whistle, but, but we did. That's but what we do started. you know what? Right, that is. I mean, I know we sort of laugh and joke about nah, it, nah, but yeah, you go. Yeah. Coley was the only one that stayed switched on, and he just put the ball in the net. And that's fair play. Yeah, you, absolutely. You're always going to be switched on. Like, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's respect for that. Uh, but I thought dodgy the offside call last couple of minutes. Probably could have stole it, but I mean, we, we all why, had decisions. There's a reason why I had him for the whole of pre-season. Yeah. <laughs> um, My comment. And following games after that. Yeah. Um, then we went on a winning run. Yeah. Um, we played FC Peak friendly. Um, very good win tell us about that game because obviously you've got them coming up in the cup soon yeah. um, date is to be decided mm-hmm. but tell us about the game where you apparently slapped them up <laughs> what's all that about so yeah we turn up we played really well yeah um, end up running out 6-1 winners I say okay. it's pre- pre-season it's yeah, yeah. minutes but yeah, um, absolutely a little comment on Twitter like you know we, we give the overview on Twitter by who me myself yeah I, you know I do all the details goal scores and everything yeah like okay and uh, one of our players, Who? Justin. Justin, okay. Yeah, he uh, just <laughs> quoted the tweet and just put slaps him, and yeah, it got a bit of a bad, uh, bad response. But in fairness, it's all banter. Um, all right, it's pre-season, pre-season. They might not have had a full squad, yeah. but yeah, you know, of we don't know. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to take it that seriously over a comment, it's it's down to you. But absolutely. It's all like art banter at the end of the day. FC Peak getting slapped up. Mm-hmm. Okay. FC Peak actually shout out to them because they are the um, Sports King Celt podcast and Mike Memorial sponsored right. this season as yeah, well. Yeah, I've, so, I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah, so thank you. They're um, doing good things as well. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting involved with a lot of different things. That's so good to see mm. another local team doing some bits yeah, of mental so health. I've seen it. Maybe done another second Sunday side swapping as well. I actually, did hear about so. that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure much truth there wasn't that, but yeah. I did hear about that. Uh, okay, so. Moving to the league, yeah. As I said earlier, one draw and one win. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your first game, ninety-fifth minute penalty oh, or something. Oh mate, that's, that's sickening. I mean, to be to be three-three was it? Three all. Yeah. Three all, I yeah. mean, we were two down Against within Teviot, the first twenty minutes. 
Okay. Like, started slow. Yep. It was awful, awful first half. Nerves, so. first league game, think it was a bit nervous? I'm not too sure, maybe because we had such a, a good end to our pre-season. Did we take a foot off the gas? I'm sure. Ten- we, had a, we, had a full squad. Okay. we had a full squad of 16, so it should okay. never have been that sort of thing anyway. But, uh, yeah, find ourselves 2 nil down in 20 minutes. Right. Weren't good at all. Went in 2-1 down at half-time. I bet you thought, fuck me, here we go. 2 nil uh, down. You know, it, we had some quite passionate, so I say, words mm-hmm. said it. Yeah, the abs- yeah absolutely, but it's football, these things second happen. half, we just come out and... Just come out of blocks. I mean, Terry, no disrespect, but they just couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know, I scored a penalty to make it 2-all. Then we go 3-2 up. Um, it was a great game, in fairness. It was a good game, and Terry a good side, so they'll be out there this season. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I bought myself off, brought Tom on, just to, just, just to see out the 3-2. Yeah. And, um, so you win at a stage, and... You've bought on a defensive midfielder to tighten up the, oh, tighten up the midfield. A decent one as well. Yeah, he's a good and, player. Uh, yeah, he's a good player. And uh, the, the poor Farco, they've had a shot and he's hit him straight in the chest. Yep. And the referee's standing oh, no more than five yards away. Right. Blew straight with a penalty. penalty. And it's just like sickening. But, Shit. you know, I think I was just, surprising enough, I was the coolest head on the side. And on that the is surprising. The that, yeah, I'm a bit of a hothead. That but, is very surprising. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and going into the next game we just took it out on Dulwich to be honest yeah so you played um, Dulwich Village Reserves yeah. um, last weekend mm. and you won 6-1 yeah. you were 6-1 up at half time yes and I said to you earlier um, if that's me being 6-1 up and it finishes 6-1 I would be more disappointed that I haven't scored more in the second half 100% I mean to be fair it should have been 8 or 9 did they crumble time. or did they hang you now <sighs> you know what first half I think First shot of the game, I scored. Like okay. it, was, it was a mistake for the right back, yep. sloppy back pass, and I just latched onto it straight away. Okay. And it just seemed to go from there. But I'll be honest with you, second half, Dudley's come out and they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they, they had chances, but obviously, our attacking side, we yep. kind of switched off yep. in respect that probably thought the game so was there, done. Were in, there were spats in the second half where you could have capitalised, but the there were instances where um, they got back into the game by sounds of it and you kind I of switched mean, off a little bit. Chris Francis, James Terrell at the back centre-half were just... I mean, the back five in general were just absolutely on top of the game. Yeah, and it, yeah. It's nice to know that... Another ex player. got no worries there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's good. good. Okay. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about your squad in depth. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, you've got a couple of lads that we had last year. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure has probably helped at that level considering mm-hmm. they played Kent League football. Yeah. Like you have as well. Yeah. Um, are there any players that I know it's difficult to single people out, but I mean, in your brain, you know who are going to be match winners oh, and yeah, who isn't going to be a match winner. So, yeah. with that said, are there any individuals that you think um, could be those match winners this season, and and what are your reasons for that? I've got a handful to say. Yeah, yeah go I've on. Got a okay. Shout out Rodrigo. Um, yeah. He actually works with me. He's okay. 19 years old and mm-hmm. from young. He's been in. He's been at Dartford Academy, but um, he left from the womb. Well, not from the womb. Well, he's still. He's just come out of the womb. To be fair, he's only 19 <laughs> years old. But yeah, he, he stopped. He, he left there. I'm not too sure why, to be honest. Right. But, um, but yeah, I worked with him. So yep. um, basically, a little com- once again, another conversation about the starting up the team. He, he mm-hmm. was all over it. Yeah. And, and what position does he play? He's winger. Okay. Yeah, he's absolutely incredible. I mean. I think I know you mean. He's the guy with the fuzzy hair, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah number 15. I know you mean. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, yeah. um, in terms of, I mean, you had a big lad at the back when we played against you. Um, he seemed quite a 
James Terrell. Yeah, yeah, I think that's JT. him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, big lad. I, I think I he'll do quite well in that league. I don't want to shout out too much because he's. He's got, got big, big he's got a big head already. Yeah, All right, I mean, well, he's fuck, got an absolute, fuck him then. Right. He's got an absolute worldie on Saturday. Okay. Um, yeah, he won't let everyone forget about it. Keeps asking for, for, for the clip of it saying show his work, mate. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we've got like Blue Martin. Yep. He'd come from Eagles as well. But okay. He's a quality little player. Yep. Holding midfielder as well. Central okay. midfielder. And Jerome Hanks. Yep. He'd come from River Plate. We've, so I you know him already through yeah. your, your... Okay. Obviously, I thought Justin and me as well. I mean, yep. Aaron Golding. I mean, yep. we've just got the squad is... I think everyone will play their part. Yep. Any okay. given time, all got match winners. Okay, brilliant. So just looking at the um, looking at the league table. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I my limited knowledge of this division. I'll yeah. be honest. Um, you I mean, prob- I've been out of this division for a while. So. I, all I was going to say was, is you probably know a little bit about it more than me because yeah. of your time with River Plate and and our fourth team as well, yeah, and obviously yeah. you with us, yeah, you yeah. with the reserves as well. Um. You obviously want to go and win it. All day. That's yeah, your I've, that's your goal for the 100%, season. Hundred percent. Um, is that an unrealistic um, achievement? I mean, looking through, like I said, you got Elton Eagles reserves. Yeah. We played them pre-season. We played them pre-season um, as well. They weren't a bad side. They were what? I yeah. say what? I lie. We played the first team. We've had their first team. Because we played they, reserve teams the day you played the first team. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Um, but as I say, looking at this division, mm. um, you've got the like Red Velvet, Tevier, Mildeen, um, South East. They've all got good parent clubs. Yeah. So, I mean, look, again, looking at the table, my limited knowledge, um, I, I'd highly expect you guys to be up there. I would expect um, Red Velvet to be up there. Yeah. And potentially someone uh, like Mildeen as well, because um, they've got a good Sunday side. Yeah. Um, I've historically, they've just gone to the Westford side of the because um, they were in the OBD SFL, so they've Quite just joined Westford. Quite a lot of people that at Yeah. Um, so. Expectations for you to, is obviously to win the league. Yeah. Where do you? I mean, how do you see that top three sort of unfolding? I mean, I could see. I mean, when playing Terry at first game of the season, yeah, they're, they're a good outfit. So yep. I'm expecting them to be. They got there smashed seven two last week. Was that yeah, but yeah, but they played Balmer mate, and they're in a prem. Right. So okay. you can't really read too much into that. Okay. I, I would like to say that anyway. Yeah. Um, Elton Eagles reserves played them pre. They're a physical side, yep. so I expect them to be there as well. But um, I'd probably say us, Tevye, Elton, top three. But then, as I said, it's just looking at Mildeen. Knowing their background with their Sunday league side, we just, don't just know, seeing what they're going to do. Don't know what the strength they're going to bring yep. in Saturday. So I'd probably say them as a top four. And what about your bottom three? Be as brutal and uh, disrespectful as you want. So about looking at last season's league table as well. Obviously, yep. and now I mean Southeast Athletic. I haven't had a great start to be honest with you. Yeah. So I'll probably put them down at the bottom. Yeah. Um probably I'll probably say Dunnage as well. Um just, just based like, on what you saw last week as well. Yeah, but I mean Yeah. Probably It's play, only play fair play to do so. Them. Yeah, yeah it's um, only fair um, to, to do that. Yeah, I mean seeing the table from last season as well. This yeah. isn't just going based on um our pre season game with them. Yeah. Or and the issues that we've had on Twitter, which is it's squashed now. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I've, Peak of bringing through young players, mm-hmm. and I see that quite a few are moving on, which is nice to see. Yep. But I don't know, they're probably just breeding the young player to move on. Yep. So, probably see them not as far up as the table this season. But I'll probably say Southeast Dage and Peak, but not through. Yeah, I mean, like I said, based on, on what we, yeah. what, what I know, which is very limited that division, but going on the first couple of games, um, I, I probably agree with you. Yeah. All right, Rob. Um, 
You've got South East this weekend. Yep. What do you reckon? You're going to win, obviously. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I just don't want the boys to just expect to walk, walk it over. But if you play like we did in the first half, yep. Saturday, I just want it, I want a consistent full 90 minutes. I, I can see a comfortable win. Score? I'd like, oh, I'd like, I'd like to see another six. Six? Yeah. Six nil? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I'll go six nil. Six Back nil. I'm going to go one nil. You get a, <laughs> 90th minute what, penalty. What, what <laughs> to you, South to you boys. Oh, so, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, but yeah, no, just just getting these wins on board yeah. is is key at the moment. Just yeah. get, the, get it going again. But comprehensive win would be. Brilliant. Rob, thank you for taking the time yeah. for joining me. Good to be here, mate. Thank you very much. Pass my. Uh, pass my love on to James and Dean of course as always and I'll see you soon see you soon mate cheers buddy cheers mate that was Rob Osborne from Chelsfield FC unfortunately as we said uh, Pino and Dean couldn't join him which I was a little bit pissed off by but it is what it is Uh, good luck everyone at the weekend hope you get the result that you want and I'll be reporting back next week when we'll be joined by another team probably from the Kent side this week Uh, so again good luck everyone and I'll see you next week ta-da for now this week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play the simple app for next game availability